Good to have you folks with us. Glad to see you today. You ever wake up with a song in your heart? I mean, I got right out of bed this morning and woo! I'm singing a hymn to the Lord. I don't know. I just, I just, I, I don't even know what I was thinking about when I finally woke up, but I, I looked up and it was still dark outside because it's like 4.30, I guess, in the morning, but I just, I know it's time to get up. I got up and I'm singing in my heart. You're going to need a hymn book today along with your Bible. Let me get where I want to be. Okay. Now I've got to figure out how I'm going to do this with two books. And Okay. Singing with grace. Singing with grace. Waking up this morning, singing with grace. Let me read this. Let me read this hymn to you. You can read along with me if you want. It's on page 48. In fact, let's do that. Read, read along with me. We're not going to sing this. We don't, we're not going to play music to it. We're just going to read the words. On page 488 of our hymn book, the title of the song is He Keeps Me Singing. That's who put that melody in my heart this morning. And that's how this song starts out. On 488, listen to the words we read here in, in uh, the first stanza. They're within my heart. There's within my heart a melody. A new song. A song that I didn't used to sing. Jesus whispers sweet and low. Fear not, He says, I am with thee. Peace be still in all of life's ebb and flow. Does that not fit the world around us today? The ebb and flow of the world? We were talking earlier about presidents and governors and stuff. I know, Lord forgive us. Shouldn't be doing that. But we did. And the troubles that we face in this world, in this country, folks, it's all of God. He doesn't, He's not the author of it, but by removing His restraining hand, the people of this country will go through whatever it is God has purposed for us to go through. We worship a God who deserves to be called God. Not some flimsy little half-being who's out there and done some things and waiting for us to do something else, but God who rules everything. And it does not tire me to tell you and to say to the world, our God is sovereign over all things. Those men who got in airplanes and flew them into the buildings over there in New York, God purposed that. And it was purposed for the good of His people. That's what it says in Romans 8.28. Far beyond, or uh, in all of life's ebb and flow, as we read there. Then verse verse 2, we read this, All my life was wrecked by sin and strife. Can you relate to that? I can. I see what it was like before the Lord called me out of darkness. I remember the way I walked. Do you? Mike Lovelace loves to tell people how the Lord converted him from the way he walked. Worshiping God, he thought, by doing certain things on Saturday. Abstaining from things. He, <laughs> I love the way he tells us. He's, he's Friday night. Boom! There's the clock. Uh, what a burden. 
finally it's over Saturday evening. Ha! Great! I can go back to being my life again. You ask him and he'll tell you. It's a good story. Good conversion. We remember, don't we? We remember. Our life was wrecked by sin and strife. Discord filled every heart with pain. Filled my heart with pain. Jesus swept across the broken strings. Stirred the slumbering cords again. Verse 3, feasting on the riches of His grace. Isn't that what we do? Isn't that what this is all about? Coming together and hearing about the grace of our Savior towards us. We know we deserve His wrath. We know that we earn His wrath by the way we walk. But we also know this, the hope of glory, Jesus Christ. For He took all of our wrath upon Himself. And He took it to the tree and was hung on the cross, cursed as everyone that hangs on the cross, on a tree. He took our curse upon Himself. Feasting on the riches of His grace. Resting neath His sheltering wing. Always looking on His smiling face. That is why I shout and sing. Well, John, how can you be so happy? How can you get up singing a tune in the morning with all the stuff that's going on in the world? My Lord rules it all. He says to my troubling heart, which I brought this out in Bible study. You remember, remember the disciples? They were on the ship. They went out into the sea and the Lord Jesus was down in the bottom of the ship sleeping. And the sea picks up and starts storming all around. That's the world around us, folks. That's not only the world outside of us, it's the sin that's within us. God has put that sin away. And He says to you and I, peace, be still. And when the Lord speaks to your heart, it happens. It truly happens. John, I just don't feel any peace in my heart. You're not looking into God's Word enough. You're not hearing the Lord enough. Always looking on His smiling face, that is why I shout and sing. Verse 4, Though sometimes He leads through waters deep. What? What? Everything's not roses? Sometimes there's problems in the life of a Christian? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. you get a chance to go to Sermon Audio and listen to last week's Bible study on the word uh, no, this week was unto us us word us word, titled us word folks, there is troubles there are more troubles in the life of a Christian than there ever was before because not only do we see the troubles in the world around us a Christian sees the troubles of sin within and we don't like it. You've heard me say this before. Our Savior, sweet and sour. It's sour that our Lord has to take our sin upon Himself, but how sweet it is that we no longer have it. Though sometimes He leads through waters deep, trials fall across the way. Though sometimes the path seems rough and steep, see His footprints all the way. You know, our Lord walks through everything you and I walk through. 
sorrowed in everything that you and I might sorrow through. Including sin. He never sinned. Our Lord was perfect in every way. There was never any sin in Him until He took it. Until He took our sin as His own. And cried out to His Father, My God, my God, why hast Thou forsaken Me? He cried out to the One of whom He is one with and said, My God, why hast Thou forsaken Me? Verse 5, soon He's coming back to welcome me far beyond the starry sky. I shall wing my flight to worlds unknown. I shall reign with Him on high. I may have already asked you this, but if I didn't, turn over to Colossians chapter 3, please. This morning, I know there was rain in the air Interesting though how the birds didn't stop. In fact, it seemed, it almost seemed that they sang more. You think the birds singing is a thankfulness to their Creator? Maybe. Maybe. That's just an opinion. I wouldn't stand on that. But it sure seemed like the birds were just singing out praise. Thank you, Lord, for the water. We need the water badly, don't we? Oh. The songbirds were in the air today. A little, brain, a little rain brings out the joy in God's creation. And psalms and hymns are in my heart also this day. As I shared with you a moment, waking up singing a hymn. I got a call yesterday. Some of you may recall this name. And I hope it blesses you as much as it did me. I got a call from a young lady. She said... Is this Rescue Baptist Church? I said, yes, ma'am, it is. And she goes, well, I was looking, I'm not sure if I've got the right church or not. I was looking for Pastor Harmon. And I'm like, oh, well, he's retired now. He's, he's no longer here. Him and his wife moved to Kentucky. Oh, good, they're, they're okay. And I'm like, yeah, 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 they're good. She goes, she goes, my name is Robin. You might remember my mother, Annie. Just remembering her, you know, brings back a, a joy in my heart that I, I almost break down in tears thinking about her. She goes, my mother is Annie. She goes, I've, I've been troubled. And I needed to talk to somebody. And I need to talk to Pastor Gene, but he's not here. Can you help me? And I said, I'll try. She goes, I've been troubled. Ever since mom died, I feel like something's been calling out to me, like something's wrong. She goes, is it possible that a soul could be trapped in a body? I didn't do that. But I just, oh my dear, dear young lady. Your mom knows the Lord. Now I don't know what goes on with the cursed when they die. I don't know. But I do know this. I know that God's children, 
when they are absent from the flesh are in the presence of the Lord. That's scriptural. That's what I told her. I said the thief on the cross when he died that day, the Lord said to him before he died, today you will be with me in paradise. Not somewhere down the road, not waiting in the body somewhere. And I know in my heart the best a man can know that Annie Robinson and her husband Robbie know the Lord. She just, she just broke down in tears and started crying. I shared with her, I said, I know your mom. I, I knew her well enough to give her a, 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 an oxygen machine when she needed oxygen the most. Insurance was fighting her and wouldn't get her at four, so Kathy and I loaned her one. Oh, I remember that, she said. I remember that well. That was you? I said, well, that's not the point. The point is, I know your mom. And then I told her this. I said, the one thing that stands out most of what your mom did before she passed away was she stood in this pulpit and sang a song. She sang a song, and and I, I didn't hesitate to express this. I said, now you know as well as anybody that your mom at one time could just sing like a bird. Just as beautiful as could be. But as she got older, the voice doesn't hang on like it used to. And she lost her ear for hearing hearing her voice and she couldn't sing in tune at all. So badly so that somebody who didn't know the Lord maybe didn't know who it was she was singing about might have said, I can't hear that. Plug your ears or something. But there was not a dry eye in this house. Every person in here was in tears because Annie was singing about her Lord. That's what this message today is all about singing with grace her voice cracked she couldn't hold a note but she sung with grace the grace of our Savior turn over to 337 let's read that song she sang I told you hang on to your hang on to your song books today because we're going to be reading a lot of a lot of songs that give praise and glory to our Lord. I gotta take this off. I'm sorry. It's hot in here. <clears throat> Annie got up here. And you remember how frail she was, those of you who were here, and she sang this song. She sang, Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear, hear, hear my humble, my humble cry. While on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. Is that in your heart? Do you have that same calling in your heart, Lord? I know I don't deserve it. Lord, I know I've earned... I've earned your wrath. But while you're calling on others, don't pass me by, please, Lord. Call on me too. Let me at a throne of mercy find a sweet relief kneeling there in deep contrition. Help my unbelief. 
She was almost in tears singing these words knowing that this was coming from her heart. Now you, you folks who knew Annie, you'd be sitting there thinking, no way could she have been thinking of herself that way. Every one of God's children think this way of ourselves. This is the only people on this world where everybody is chief. Chief of sinners. Even Paul declares himself, oh wretched man that I am. Verse 3, Trusting only in thy mercy, in thy merit, would I seek thy face? Heal my wounded, broken spirit. Save me by thy grace. Thou, though the spring of all my comfort, thou the spring of all my comfort more than life to me, whom have I on earth beside thee, whom in heaven but thee? Savior, Savior, hear my humble cry, while on others thou art calling, do not pass me by. When the word of Christ dwells in a soul, we sing out with joy, unspeakable and full of His glory. The words of a song matter. I was listening to a song yesterday posted on Facebook to a group of men in some cathedral somewhere and they all had wonderful voices. And when they sang together, have you ever heard Lee and I sing together? Well, when you put his voice with mine, mine's not so bad. And it sounds pretty good. Well, that was the way these four men were. They were all sounded really good together and they were singing and everybody was around sitting there in the, uh, in the pews around them singing hallelujah to the good music. But during that song, I didn't hear once of the Lord and Savior Christ Jesus and what He did other than place me where no man stands alone. It was all about where these men were wasn't anything to do to glorify our Lord. You know, there's a lot of people who call in the name of Jesus, but they don't know the true and living God, Jesus Christ. Everything should glorify Him. Lord, help me to sing that song. The song of this humble heart standing before God crying out, Lord, don't pass me by. Don't leave me like the others. May this blood of Your Son be for me too. Nothing, not even a whisper of the Lord's name. The voices and the instruments were beautiful, yes, but the words were empty. Are you with me in Colossians chapter 3? Look with me if you would, beginning at verse 1. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Children of God don't have any problem with that, do we? Oh, this one does. Not a problem with the words, but a problem in doing it. Seeking the things above, which where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection, verse 2, on the things above, not on the things of the earth. For we are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. 
When Christ who is our life shall appear, then shall ye also appear with Him in glory. Oh, what a hope we have. Verse 5, we read this then. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetedness which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience in which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But now, now ye are also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is the renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all in all. Put on therefore as His elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, also do ye. And above all these things, after listing all those things which every one of us have walked in at one time or another, above all these things put on charity, love, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ. This is our this is our point right here. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in what? <laughs> in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Singing with grace in your hearts. That's my title for today, Singing with Grace. Look at uh, your hymn books once again. I want to show you an example of that, Singing with Grace in Your Hearts. Look over to page 295 of your hymn books. 295. We come to church on Sundays, Bible studies on Friday nights. That was yesterday. Today's a new day. Lord, I need revived again. It says there right below the title of Revive Us Again on page 295, Psalms 85.6, Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? Wilt not thou revive us again, O Lord? Let's look at the words that the song revive us again. What does it do? We praise Thee, O God, for the Son of Thy love, for Jesus who died and is now gone above. There's the Gospel right there. We praise You, God the Father, for choosing us in Your Son before the world ever was. We praise Thee, O God, for the Son that You sent as we looked at in our Bible study this morning, unto us, unto us a child is born. 
We praise Thee, O God, for Jesus, Your Son, who died in our stead. Oh, what a Savior! Jesus is mine! Oh, we praise Thee, O God, for Your Son, who has died in our stead and is now gone above. Verse 2, we praise Thee, O God, for Thy Spirit of light. We know that there was nothing in us searching after the Lord. The Lord's Word says there are none that seeketh after Me. And I believe all of God's Word. I don't want to just believe 3.16 like a lot of people do. I want to believe all of God's Word. may not understand it, but I believe it. Who has shown us our Savior and scattered our night. He turned the light on. All of a sudden we see where we were once blind by the darkness that filled our hearts. We now have the light of Christ dwelling. Dwelling in the heart that He gave us. Amen. Verse 3, All glory and praise to the Lamb that was slain, who has borne all our sins and cleansed every stain. Does it get any better? Can it get any better to a sinner? All my sins, all the stains of John Reeves were laid on my Savior, and His perfect righteousness was given to me given to you, given to everyone whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Verse 4, Revive us again, fill each heart with Thy love, may each soul be rekindled with fire from above. Listen to the words of Judges, chapter 5, verse 3. Hear ye, O kings, give ear, O ye princes, I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praises to the Lord God of Israel. In 2 Samuel 22, verses 47-51, through 51, we read these words, The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. It is God that avengeth me, and that bringeth down the people under me, and that bringeth me forth from mine enemies. Thou also hast lifted me up on high above them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent man. Therefore I will give thanks unto the Lord, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing, I will sing praises unto thy name. He is the tower of salvation, for he is king, and showeth mercy to his anointed unto David and to the seed evermore. Look at another one in the hymn book, if you would. Turn over to page 404. Talking about this rock. This one of sure foundation. Turn over to 405. And read the words with me here. Verse 1, My faith is found a resting place. Not in device or creed. This is talking about our flesh. There's nothing in our flesh, nothing in our mind that we can devise up, no creeds that we can come up with that that we're going to place a resting place in. My faith is found a resting place not in device or creed. I have no confidence in my flesh. I trust the ever-living One, it says. His wounds for me shall plead. 
by His stripes we are healed. Verse 2, Enough for me that Jesus saves. This ends my fear and doubt. A sinful soul, I come to Him. He'll never cast me out. Isn't that what He says? All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. And those who come to me, I shall not in no wise cast out. Isn't that what He says? That gives us hope for our children too that haven't come to the Lord. My son just got to Kentucky this morning. I'm so thankful the Lord blessed him and a safe trip out there. He's going to turn around and come back next week, get another vehicle and go back out again. He's moved to Kentucky now. But how thankful I am that there's still a day. There's still today that my Lord could call my son or my daughter out of that darkness that they walked in. A sinful soul, I come to Him. If the Lord saved me, He can save anybody. He'll never cast me out. Verse 3, My heart is leaning on the Word. This is where the power of God comes to us through His Word. The written Word of God. Salvation by my Savior's name. Salvation through His blood. Verse 4, My great physician heals the sick, the lost He came to save. For me His precious blood He shed, for me His life He gave. And then it goes on into the chorus and says, I need no other argument. I need no other plea. It is enough that Jesus died and that He died for me. Is it enough for you? I've heard people leave this church with this on their breath. It's just not enough here at Rescue. I need something more. I need more than just hearing about my Savior every week. I need something to do. Is it enough that Jesus died and that He died for you? This is our hope. This is our trust. This solid rock that the song points us to is our safety net. Look at another one if you would. Verse... uh, No, you know what? I jumped ahead of myself and I read the wrong one. That's alright though. Let's read the other one. 404, the solid rock. Let's read that one. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. When darkness veils His lovely face, I rest on His unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, His covenant, His blood support me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, He then is all my hope and stay. Folks, when you get to the point where you look at yourself and you say, I can't do this. When God has brought us to the point of saying in our our hearts, I can't. Is when we look to Him the strongest. Lord, I need You now. I need Thee every hour I need Thee. 
On Christ the solid rock I stand, all of the ground is sinking sand. When He shall come with trumpet sound, oh may I then in Him be found, dressed in His righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. I told you songs are in my heart today, didn't I? <laughs> oh, Music. Did you know a study was done on elevator music? Some smarty pants guy in college somewhere said, let's take a study and see how music affects people. Come to find out they were right. It affects people. I remember a story in an article I was reading one time about Old Yeller. You know, that was the big thing about Old Yeller when it came out. Everybody, even the big guy, came out, you know, big dad, strong dad, came out of the theater crying, Old Yeller's dead. <clears throat> okay, I, me too. Me too. Do you know they took the music out of the movie and just showed Old Yeller being shot and nobody cried over it? They took a bunch of other people and they showed it having to shoot the dog and they took the music out of it. The words were still there, but the music was out. Think about that now. Horror flicks. What kind of music do you hear while watching a, a, a horror movie? Some kill them and mangle them movie. Yeah. Music has an effect, doesn't it? Folks, this is why the words to the music are so important. I love our sister Judy and the way she plays. God has blessed her with the piano playing. I mean, we continue to use her music to this day. If somebody, if the Lord brought, brought along a, a piano player right now, they'd have to be really, really good before I'd switch. <laughs> well, maybe I might mix it up a little bit. But the whole thing is, God has blessed her with the sound of music. But words mean everything. You can get a bunch of men who can sing really good in a big old cathedral and they can sing a beautiful song, but if it doesn't have the Lord Jesus in it, it means nothing, doesn't it? Words are important. Sound can create and can enhance emotional feelings which make us wishy-washy. But words are clear. Words mean something. And when it comes to the Lord of all glory, we do not argue. There is no argument. He is the supreme ruler of all it is, and we cannot help but sing out that He is Lord of all. Look over page 359 of your hymn book. 359. We won't be much longer. This is our song to the world around us. I know a man who was on a roof once, hammering nails. I wasn't there, but I heard this story from my pastor. And he said that man was on the roof and nobody else was up there with him and he kept singing to the Lord, Lord, thank you that I didn't smash my thumb. He was singing. He was singing from his heart. Lord, thank you I didn't smash my thumb. I caught myself the other day have you ever caught yourself doing this? Driving down the road and red light, another red light. Oh, thank you, Lord. Another red light. Something's up ahead of me. 
That's singing who is Lord of all. All my tomorrows. Verse 1 of page 359 in your hymn books. All my tomorrows. All my past. Jesus is Lord of all. That's our song. That's what we sing. Who rules over the the rulers of this world? Jesus Christ. I've quit my struggles. Well, I haven't quite quit my struggles, have I? Contentment at last. Well, I'm I'm more content than I used to be. Jesus is Lord of all. All my conflicts, all my thoughts, Jesus is Lord of all. His love wins the battles. I could not have fought. Jesus is Lord of all. All my longings, all my dreams, Jesus is Lord of all. All my failures, His power redeems. Oh, isn't that good words? Is that not good words to a sinner? All my failures, His power redeems. Jesus is Lord of all. King of kings, Lord of lords, Jesus is Lord of all. All my possessions and all my life, Jesus is Lord of all. In 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 16.9, we read these words, Sing unto Him. Sing psalms unto Him. Talk ye with all His wondrous works. Sing songs. You know how many times the Bible talks about singing? 108 times according to that Esword thing I have. 108 times it talks about singing. 56 of those times is in the Psalms. The word Psalms means hymns. You go about If you go about reading the hymns of David and the others who wrote in the Psalms, and you read that as a song... Oh, the difference it makes in how you read it. Because what it's doing is it's calling out. See, that's what we do here. You you may think that all we do is come in and sing a hymn to get our hearts set in the right spot. But folks, we're singing unto our Lord. We're singing praises unto Him. Look over with me at Romans chapter... 15 for just a moment. Romans chapter 15. I want to begin in verse 4 of Romans 15. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus. That ye may be with one mind and one mouth, that ye may be that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore receive ye one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of circumcision of the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers 
and that the Gentiles might glorify God for His mercy as it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again He saith, Rejoice! Rejoice ye Gentiles with, this, with His people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and loud Him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah saith, that there shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost. Look with me one more. Uh, um. Not one more. There's a couple more actually. Look with me over at page 521. 521 of your hymn book. The song, the song of a sinner. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 18 and 19, we read these words, Ye were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb. Look at verse 1 of 521 redeemed. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by what I've done? <laughs> no, that's not what we sing, is it? We sing the redemption of Jesus Christ redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Redeemed through his infinite mercy his child and forever I am. Verse 2, redeemed and so happy in Jesus, no language my rapture can tell. I know that the light of His presence with me doth continually dwell. I think of my blessed Redeemer, I think of Him all the day long. I sing for I cannot be silent. His love is the theme of my song. I know I shall see in His beauty the King in whose law I delight, who lovingly guardeth my footsteps and giveth me songs in the night. Do those songs ever get old to you? I think not. This is why I praise Him. I praise Him for the grace that He gave us in becoming a man. You know, the Lord didn't have to do that. He's the Creator of everything. Yet in His wisdom, He saw fit to create man and allow us to do what we have done so that He might show His mercy and His grace to a people. I praise my Lord for His grace in becoming a man, going to the cross and shedding His blood for me. His grace that was shed in my heart. You, stand with me if you would please.